Hello, and welcome to the Adam Rabbit Galaxy podcast, where we combine crystals, manifestation, and mindset work. I'm your host, Ashley, creator of the best-selling Etsy shop, Adam Rabbit, crystal enthusiast, and professional hype girl. I'm so happy your intuition led you here today. Now let's dive in. I always say that anyone who has any interest whatsoever in crystals, minerals, or fine gemstones should attend a gem show at least once in their life. You don't have to be a full-time gem dealer, know the chemical structures, or even spend hundreds or thousands of dollars to enjoy a gem show. If you like looking at crystals and they give you that little spark of excitement, make it a point to check out a gem show, preferably the Tucson Gem Show in my home state of Arizona, if you can make it, since it is actually the largest gem and mineral show in the world. So if you can make it there, that would be ideal. But I'm sure you can find something magical at any local gem show near you. The Tucson Gem Show happens every year, typically the end of January to the beginning of February, and consists of many different shows all across Tucson. Joe and I go every year and spend as much time and money for that matter as we can. I also love having a day or two where Joe and I aren't shopping for anything in particular, and I take someone that's never been before. I love to experience the gem show with them for the first time through their eyes and see what new crystals they're drawn to and what they feel and experience just being around so many gorgeous pieces. It made me laugh this last time I went because I ended up bringing my landlord and my neighbor. We're all close friends now, but it was just so fun to tell all the gem dealers at the show that I ran into that we're the Tenants Association and we're having a big day out. Anyway, I love gem shows, so I was really excited to attend the Jogs Restock show a couple of weeks ago for the first time. We have been to the Jogs show before at the main show in Tucson and loved it, but this was the restock show and the only show happening that weekend. Last time we were there, we found tons of gorgeous, deep purple amethyst from Uruguay, small polished stones that we use for giveaways, and amazing prices on really unique strands of beads like kyanite and amethyst slabs. Joe and I allocated two days to go to this show and actually ended up seeing everything within an hour. So it was much smaller than we were anticipating, even for a restock show. I'm not sure if it's just because of COVID and everything is smaller and having an impact on small businesses, making things like traveling and events more difficult, or if it was always that small, but it was just not what I was expecting. So when you do go to a gem show, you want to manage those expectations and go in with an open mind. I guess I slipped up on that and just had these huge grand expectations. Our main goal was to find raw amethyst, citrine, and quartz for our best-selling jewelry pieces, and we quickly realized when we got to the show that it was heavily focused on small, polished beads, which we don't use much of at all. I began to panic, thinking of all the time we spent organizing this trip, getting everything done so we could go to First Friday, the day before, the cost of the hotel, all of that just like raced through my mind when I was looking around and just kept seeing 
polished bead strand after polished bead strand and diamonds. That was the other main focus of the show, but definitely not something we use. And in my panic stricken state, I certainly was not going to be spending time window shopping for diamonds. I told Joe, I just need to go and take a lap around the show as he talked to another couple that came to the show all the way from Texas. And I was just racing through the show starting to look through my email contacts in my phone of some of my favorite suppliers to see if they were there or if they had um, amethyst. I was just really panicked. Um, So as I started looking, scrolling through my phone, weaving in and out of people shopping for bees, I had to catch myself midair because I tripped over some boxes that were on the ground and not on a table like most of the show was. And lo and behold, as I look down, three giant boxes of high quality amethyst clusters. The only amethyst I saw at the show too. As Joe walks over to me, he mumbles, okay, well, we're screwed. And I tell him to look down and he was even more shocked than I was. We worked out a great deal and bought all three boxes. Initially, I thought I would be fine with just one and just keep looking around for citrine and quartz or more amethyst. But the gem dealer assured me that there was none of that at the show and gave me a great deal on all the amethyst, which ended up being 165 pounds. And he was right. I didn't find any citrine and clear quartz, which is okay. Amethyst was our main mission. Um, but that's always a risk that you take when you're shopping at a gem show, especially a larger one is buying something and then seeing something you like more at a better price at another booth. So you really have to trust your intuition as well as the gem dealer. Or if you have a lot of time and self-restraint, check out the entire show before purchasing anything because you don't want to regret it later. Most of the time, this isn't possible for us. I'm really excited that I quite literally stumbled across the only amethyst at the show, and we have already started breaking down the amethyst clusters to make bracelets and earrings. I have all the pieces displayed in our garage, which we converted into a workspace, and they just give me such a feeling of relief and reassurance every time I walk past them. Not only Do we have a surplus of our most used crystals so we can keep up with holiday orders and shows? It also serves as a reminder that everything is always working out in your favor, even if it doesn't feel like it in the moment. And of course, the power of manifestation combined with the universe's slightly twisted sense of humor. Since we happily spent most of our budget for the two days in the first hour of the show, we ended up only purchasing a few other crystals. Joe found some really pretty raw emeralds from West Africa, which we are definitely going to work with that supplier again in the future for our raw emerald stud earrings. They're just a really deep green, but it's also bright and it's just a great quality that I haven't seen in raw emeralds before. We also found a really pretty titanium aura quartz cluster. And since we don't have many large aura quartz clusters, we usually go for the smaller pointed pieces that we use for jewelry or crystal sets. So we wanted a large, really bright, 
or a quartz piece that we could display at our in-person events. It's about 10 inches long, so I think it'll be really beautiful when the sunlight hits it to display necklaces at our shows. If you aren't familiar with titanium aura quartz, it starts as a piece of quartz and is coated with titanium, so it gives the quartz a beautiful array of rainbow colors that won't come off. All aura quartz pieces like angel aura quartz or pink aura quartz go through this process at just with a different color of titanium. Now, if you chip the piece and break it, then you will see the quartz underneath. That does happen a lot, by the way. One um, when quartz is treated with titanium, it is more brittle and prone to cracking, which is one of the reasons why I don't typically sell titanium or quartz clusters. I hate when it chips, even though there are many ways you can repurpose crystals. Um, with titanium or quartz, there's just like this glaring mishap. So if you do purchase a cluster, make sure you handle it with care. Titanium aura quartz pieces um, cost a bit more than what we typically work with, with amethyst, rose quartz, clear quartz, citrine. So this was a bit of a splurge for us. The last piece we purchased was another display piece for our booth. It's pretty large and thick. It's a cherry quartz tower. This piece didn't resonate with me much. I usually feel connected to all of our crystals, but Joe was just immediately in love with it and he had to have it. This is the first time I've ever worked with cherry quartz before and I'm still a little reluctant. So I know that means I need to spend more time figuring out the energy and metaphysical meaning of cherry quartz. If there is a crystal that you just aren't into, you don't feel a connection to, but it keeps showing up in your life or you keep seeing it, it's a sign that there may be something that you are avoiding some inner work. Cherry quartz is formed from melting cinnabar with quartz, which gives the quartz a bright red color with pretty streaks or almost looks like feathers throughout it. Initially, that's what I thought I wasn't drawn to it, but I just love the raw organic nature of clear quartz, and this is much different. But after researching the meaning and discovering that cherry quartz focuses on achieving your professional goals and feeling confident, which typically I'm all about, but lately I've just been in a bit of a slump, kind of avoiding things I need to get done or changes I need to make. It makes sense why I wasn't drawn to cherry quartz as strongly as Joe was, and right now he's in hustle mode. So I am warming up to it though and moving it around the house to find the perfect place for it. The kitchen table is where we initially had it and it was just too much energy, too much power. And there is such a thing when working with crystals and that's why I love working with them and finding their energy. It's such a personal experience. Even though you can look up the metaphysical meanings or different rituals to do, it's really about what resonates with you in order to put that power and meaning behind what you're actually doing. If not, if you're not into it and your energy isn't into it, it'll just be a pretty rock. So I'm still looking for the perfect place for the cherry court to feel more connected to it. I think I found it, but I need to give it a couple days. Even though the show was small, a bit overpriced, well, very overpriced for the most part, and I still haven't completely fallen in love with that cherry quartz, 
we purchased, the show did spark something inside of me that and that was to open up a second Etsy shop dedicated to supplies like raw beads, aura quartz pieces, some of our jewelry findings, raw crystals and more. Visiting the show was a little bit soul crushing to see so many people purchasing from overpriced vendors. And typically the gem show has the best prices. And I get it, we all need to make a living, but an $80 pendant that should be priced around three to five dollars seems a bit excessive for a wholesale show. And I saw a lot of that going on there, which really struck a nerve with me. I firmly believe that enough people love crystals for there to be enough room for everyone to make money in an honest, ethical, authentic way without taking advantage of others. I have a lot of crystal businesses and jewelry designers follow me on Instagram and watch my stories daily. So rather than just hoard my supplies I've collected over the years in my garage, I want to be able to sell them at an affordable price where if you decided you wanted to make jewelry too, you could still make money. All right, I'm rambling, but basically I felt this deep call in my heart to start a supply shop that could help others start their own jewelry businesses too. There were so many times in the past where I have grossly overpaid for something before I earned some gem show street cred. So I really want to help others avoid that by finding the best prices and being able to pass that along to you. Right now, the supply shop only has a few listings, but I would love for you to check it out and tell me what you think or what you want to see in the future um, because we are going to be expanding it. I'll leave a link in the show notes if you would like to do so. Thank you for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot of the podcast and post on social media so more magical babes can find this podcast or rate and review on iTunes. Sending you lots of love and I'll see you in the next episode.